Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Funky, the people want to hear from you. Love thing. We got the love thing. Deep intense attraction. It's my jam. You don't like it? It's cool. I put my heart and soul into that. You know, whatever. Anyway, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Punky Johnson. And I'm Dicey. And you are tuned into Love Thing, where me and my bestie, we keep it real and raw about all things that is love, sex, and relationships. And that means no holding and no sugarcoat. That's right. From one night stands to situationships, we've got tales from the bedroom to share and advice to give. And look, we've been through it all, so we're here to help you navigate through your shit. And we need help navigate through our shit, too. So just sit back, relax, and get ready for the love thing. I want that song stuck in people's heads so bad. (laughs) It's cool jam. It is. All right, I knew you liked it. What's up, dog? What you been up to? Oh, you know, a lot lot of this, a lot of that. Okay, so I have on these overalls today. You can call me Farmer Dicey because I brought you some onions from my mama's garden. Girl, don't you ever, don't you ever come up in here with no tulips. Those get are this, onions. Girl, get that out of my damn are, face. Get it out of my you face. You love Dicey. onions. These are fresh. I don't, I don't care. Don't, don't you bring no, no stuff coming from the dirt up in the okay, studio you, ever you could, again you in your life. You can call my mom and tell her that then. Thank you to your mama, but don't you ever surprise me with onions. Surprise me with a brand new car. Surprise. Surprise me with a vacation, some money or something, but not with a piece of vegetable. You, you crazy? You call me Farmer Dicey from here on out. No, no, no. I want y'all to see her breeds. Yeah, I did. Him. You 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 look like you look like pathetic justice. <laughs> oh y'all laughing? <laughs> oh y'all laughing? That's funny. <laughs> pathetic justice. I like pathetic justice. That's probably one of the best ones I've ever came up with. It it is so funny, but I cannot laugh at you. You can't. I'm sitting up here talking about everybody, but I got to talk to you about something real quick before we get into the episode. What? I act the fool the other day. We went to a party. You was there, but you left me. I'm sorry. And it was an open bar. No more open bars for me. No more open bars because I I can't calculate the amount of liquor that I drink. And I got overdrunk and I act the fool. Almost lost my old lady. She going to leave your ass one day. Why she going to? Why? Because you're crazy. Listen, anyway, man, let's just pick it up, dog. And we're going to talk about, uh, you know what? Let's talk about how to know if a marriage is worth saving. What is this episode about today? How to know if a marriage 
It's worth saving, Dicey. Mm. Now, let me go over a few things real quickly with you. Um, I want to talk about my marriage first and how I knew that it wasn't worth saving. So here's a little bit of history about me and my ex-wife, everybody. Uh, we was in a 12-year relationship, and then we was in an eight-year marriage. We met in high school and fell in love. Ooh, yeah. But, you know, that was back then when the gay thing was less accepted than it is now, and her parents really wasn't having none of that. So we were pretty much on a low, even through college. But then we get older and we decide to get married, to which for sure, I said she would tell her parents. Mm -hmm. But she told me we're going to get married and then I'm going to settle in my career first and then I'm going to tell my parents. Guess what? She never settled in her career. Joke was on me. The joke was on me. Now, I'm not trying to throw no shade on her. She got dealt a crappy hand and things took a turn. A turn that we both, we just didn't see coming. But I know her parents knew low-key. I mean, who you think your daughter is living in expensive-ass California with, huh? Yeah. I never understood the dynamic of that relationship. It was really weird. You know what I hate? I hate when people are so tight with their parents like that. Like, be tight, but they was creepy tight. They was creepy tight. I think that could ruin a relationship ASAP. But they acted like I was a non-factor. Sadly and unfortunately, she allowed me to go unacknowledged. Ended up basically living two different lives, dog. Two different lives inside of a marriage. We spent holidays apart. That used to hurt you real bad. It did. It did. We traveled separately. Mm -hmm. Her parents had full control of her life, and it was bad. And it also sucks because, you know, your partner, they're supposed to have your back, dog. Yeah. They're supposed to have your back. And me being a person that I am, you know, I let it happen, so I, I take responsibility for that. I enabled it. But... It was only because I tried so hard to understand because her parents was her life, dog, her life. She was scared and she didn't want to lose them. And I respected that. So I tried. But either way, mm -hmm. what about me? Yeah. What about sweet, sweet old punky? What about darling, old, charismatic, wonderful punky? What about me, dog? It hurt, man. Her reluctance to acknowledge our marriage made me feel empty. There were times I was like, damn, you know, am I enough? Am I worth you telling people? There were times where I felt untrustworthy. You know, like she mm -hmm. doesn't trust me to take care of her. She don't trust me to hold this shit down. Uh -huh. That made me mad. So with that being said, that is how I knew that my marriage wasn't worth saving. Because I had to realize and come to terms that I would never, ever come first in our marriage. That piece of paper that we signed when we got married, that made us immediate family. But her actions, her actions say otherwise. And you know, in a marriage, it's supposed to be you and your partner against the world. Not you, your partner, and your parents. They got a lot of people out here that need to hear that. It's supposed to be you and your partner against the world. Not you, your partner, and your parents. Not you, your partner, and your best friend. Not you, your partner, and the kids. No, you, your partner, Against the world. Well, I think that's kind of what you get for dealing with straight women all the time, trying to turn straight women all the way. And I know it worked for 20 years. First of all, I, I don't be trying to turn these straight women out. They be coming at me. They come at me. They see the swag. And I'm cool and I'm fun. I'm from New Orleans. You're fun. I'm from New Orleans, baby. Everybody want to be with niggas like me. Everybody want to be in my face. Everybody want to be around me, girl, because I got the aura. Okay, well, so let me ask you this question. Yes. How do you know when a marriage is worth saving? This is my thing. What I think is great advice for everybody. You need to know who you marrying. Keyword, know. 
capital K-N-O-W. You need to know who you're marrying. Because guess what, y'all? Even after 12 years, I came to find that I knew nothing about her. I knew nothing about this girl. I thought I did, but I didn't. And it is possible for people to be with somebody for years and not know anything about them. It's very possible. I didn't ask the critical questions before we were married. Let's hear what ATL's finest Pastor Criflo Dollar has to say about that. Play the clip. Oh, praise the Lord. I done found my husband. You might have found the devil. Now, hold up a minute, girl. You need to ask some questions. Y'all need to sit down and go on a whole lot of dates. Uh, what's your name? Is that your real name? Do you have your daddy's name? When can I meet your daddy? Is your dad and mama together? How do you act when you get mad? Do you throw things? Do you cuss around? Do you beat up on people? I need to know, do you have a job? Where do you work at? How much money do you make? How long you been working there? Do you have a bank account? How is your credit? Can I see your credit score? Do you have a house? Are you living in an apartment? Do you pay for your gas in your car? Do you live with your mom and them? I need to understand what you know, what you like to eat. And you know what? I can add to that list. I can add to that list because learning from my marriage, I need to know all your habits before we get married. I need to know your level of awareness before we get married. I got several questions now. Simple stuff like, how do you put your toilet paper on the road? Is it rolling from the front end or the back end? I could tell a lot about the way you were raised with how your toilet paper just simply on the road. Do you leave dishes in your sink overnight? I need to know if I'm with a lazy female or not because you got to use your pot, wash your pot. Use your pot wash your pot that's the type of woman i need do you fall asleep while pots are balling uh-uh aunt aunt how often do you sweep and mop i need to know do you walk on floors barefoot and then get in the bed with black feet and dirt crumbs let me know oh dirty foot bitch hmm okay i got some questions too then Go these are my questions do you wear sunglasses at night what's the point i don't like that do you put ketchup or ranch on everything mm. like sloppy <laughs> Do you think Panda Express is real Chinese food? Ugh. Yeah. Do you think Red Lobster is fine dining? Do you think Red Lobster is fine dining? Man, them, them, them cheddar biscuits, that's fine but dining. But you can buy those at the store now and make them yourself. Nah, nah, nah. Can't nobody, ain't nobody got an oven like Red Lobster. Okay, listen. Do you wear black socks? This is a thing for me. I hate black socks. Baby, we rolling. I could keep the party going on this one, dog. I need to know how much do you floss. I need to know if you're between your teeth, smell like earring back. You got the floss every time you eat something. You meat-eating hog. <laughs> do you flush cooking grease down the toilet? That's a big one. Because I need to know how our plumbing going to be in the house. We ain't buying a house if you flushing cooking grease down the toilet. I'll tell you that right now. What your eyes look like under them eyelashes? Do you look like a bird or do you look like an ostrich? I need to know. Wait, do you plan on actually answering any of these questions? Tell the people in your unprofessional opinion how to know if a marriage is worth saving. Oh, yeah. That's the topic. Okay, my bad, y'all. But here's my unprofessional advice and opinion of how you know a marriage is worth saving. Keyword is K-N-O-W. No. That's the keyword. If you know who you married. Keyword again, no. And even after all your problems, if that person still exists, if that person is still that person and y'all had a couple bumps in the road, but all that was lost and all that was done can be recovered without resentment and I regret, that's how you know it's worth saving. Hmm. You both must agree that it is recoverable. You both. Sadly, my wife turned into a completely different person, a person that I ain't feel like getting to Reno because I'm like, Dan, I knew you for 12 years. 
why do I have to get re know you? You just a whole different person. You for somebody else now. Mm. But you know, I be thinking about stuff like this about knowing who you marry. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of movies like that. Um, I got you know friends that are in tough predicaments in a marriage. It's just like that movie Enough. You remember Enough? I do. Enough with what's that beautiful lady Jennifer Lopez. or that beautiful woman, um, Jennifer Lopez and Billy Campbell. When they met, you know, she's, you know, broke chick working at a diner. You know, she's been dealt a crappy hand in life. Nothing really going for. It looked like the diner going to be here forever. Then she meets this charming guy who come take her off the streets. And he's Mr. Super Saver Ho. And he's the best thing that ever happened to her. And she's hopelessly and dangerously romantically in love. And oh, my God. And he, of course, sweeps her off her feet and they get married. No signs, Dicey. No signs of abuse. No signs that he is a bad man. He displayed not one red flag. Then they get married. They get married. And as soon as she wanted to do something opposite of him, or as soon as she had a strong opinion, boom! She got hit. You know what? We never watch movies like this together. You always want to watch The Ninja Turtles or Sister Act. Dice, can we folk? Can, can, I'm sorry. Can, will you, will just, you get back okay. to the subject back, at back hand? Subject. This is important. Don't be telling people I like cartoons like that. All right? Now, listen, all I'm saying is, soon as they got married, after he showed no signs of abuse and no red flags, they get married, he takes full control. Pow! He's sneaker. He hit her with the one two crunch. Pat, pat. She's surprised now. She's shocked. That's when you know you got to run. Run, bitch! I don't care what nobody say. As soon as you start getting hit in a marriage, you got to get out. I don't want to hear that. Oh, he ain't going to do it again. Uh Uh-uh. You got to get out of that immediately. You know what? I'm going to just shut up about this situation. Um, Listen, if you want your marriage to be saved on the real, like all jokes aside, if you want your marriage to be saved and you know it's worth saving because you really love that person, you can't see your life without that person. Go on, save it, y'all. Go on, save it. Because one thing about Punk and Johnson, Punk and Johnson love, love. Don't roll your eyes. Punky Johnson, la la. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what can save a marriage, Punky? What's that? What's happening in the bedroom. And all the thoughts out there can give us a pointer or two. You ready for a little segment called Thoughtress Thoughts? Yeah! And if you don't know, you're listening to a love thing with Punky Johnson on SXM and Kevin Hart LOL Radio Channel 96. Hey. Okay, Punky. Yeah. Do you want to recap what a Thoughtress Thought is for the people? Absolutely. This is probably my favorite segment where we get to get a little wow. We get to get into the minds of some really, really funny people. All right. Thoughtress thoughts. Yeah. Well, first, you got to know what a thought is, right? A thought is a woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships. Now, to be clear, there ain't no shame here. If you want a thought, you want and you thought. You do you. You do you, boo-boo. I support you. Now, that's a thought. Now on to the thought. A thoughtress thought is thoughts that she's thinking before, during, and after the activity and things that she will only admit to her best friends. Mm. It's some of the most scandalous and ancient sayings and texts that I receive from my friends about their whole activities on the low. Of course, I'm not going to say any names about these crazy hoes and what they be talking about, but I got hella stories. Mm. Oh, we know. And that's why we're opening up the Thoughtress Thoughts. Yeah, yes, 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 Dicey. The tales of my thotty-ass friends. <laughs> Let the text reading begin. <laughs> now, this text hails in from Atlanta, and it reads, Why I just landed 
in Atlanta and had to text all five of my men that I made it safe. Girl, mm. I got to give my life. Now, Dicey, look at me. I need you. I need you to think like a thought. Okay? I'm trying to get your mind into thinking like a thought. Okay? Now, Dicey, if you are juggling a bunch of guys mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. like if you got to text five different dudes that you made it safe, I want to know, do you owe everybody the same explanation? Absolutely not. You don't. Why? Because some of them just need to know you made it. Some of the texts might be made it, landed, then some are, I, I'm here, what's up, what you doing, later, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, so what would you give the, the person that's fifth on the list? What would that person get? Fifth on the list, they would just get a landed. And what would the third, what the third on the list get? The third gets a, I made it safe. I mean, they all going to say something, you know, kind of alike. All right, and, the, and the first dude. But the first two would get like a, what you doing later type text, you know, and then whichever one of them is available, then that's who. So, I'm, Okay, so the first person, that's it? I made it, what you're doing later? That's it for the first guy? He's number one on the list, right? Yeah, but that sounds so... I mean, if he's number one, shouldn't he get a little bit more? Not necessarily. All right, well... I'm not with none of them. None of them are boyfriends. They just get, like, you know, minimal. Just, like, we kicking it or nah. Oh, okay. Type stuff, you know? That's crazy that y'all could juggle all of these people at one time. See, I ain't got time. It's crazy. It's five... You had to text five different people. Channel the thought, Dicey. What's Channel crazy the thought. about that? There's seven days in a week. So you basically saying that you're missing two. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I'm even sleeping with all of them you're, or your thought, your thoughty friend. That don't mean she's, you know what I mean? All right. Well, let's say you got 10 and you only text five. What qualifies them to be on the A team? To be in the top five? Yeah. The A team? Yeah. Well, okay. So the A team, they're less annoying. You know, like the B team, JV, JV, they a little annoying. They a little, you know, I might could probably only be around them for three hours at a time. They, they junior. Junior varsity, you see what I'm saying? Varsity, they ready. They smell good. They got a nice car. They, um, you know. I'm guessing they feed you. Of course, they feed me. They, they give you weed. Uh-huh. They drive you I'm around smoking places. all of their weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about right. Mm -hmm. All right. And what do you have to do for these five people? I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. That's all I got to do oh, in wow. life. Wow. So, you know. I just can't, you know, like, listen, here's the thing. We talk about guys and how they juggle all of these different women. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that females were like that. I thought I, I think females keep two on their roster. But when my homegirl told me all five, that really messed me up. That really messed me up. I didn't know that y'all... Why? What? What's so, what's so... Nothing is wrong with it. It's just... Yeah, I mean, well, I guess you broke it down because you was like, you don't have to be sleeping with all of them. Because I'm like, no. man, that's a lot of penis to put in the gut. That's just too, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's I can't fathom. I can't think about it. It's mm -hmm. a lot of well, different. Well, you don't like penis, so. I don't, but I'm just thinking about it. Like, it's a, that's a lot of different energies inside of you. That's a lot of different shapes and a lot of different sizes. That's a lot of different vibes. It's different for guys because there's no type of... You emotion sound, in you it. You know what? Well, why? How come people think that we're just these emotional beings as women and we don't want to just sleep around too? That's not my story. But I do have friends that they can separate it and it happens. Do these guys know? Channel, go back to no, Channel and the they, Thought. They don't, the they, don't, they don't have to know about each other. We're not together, so we don't owe each other anything. And I'm not asking no extra questions like, how come we can't meet up tonight? Or, 
You know, I'm I'm just not doing any of that. Like, it's either a yes or no. We kicking it or not. Period. I understand that. But I guess my question is, are you giving them the impression that they're the only one? I mean, I don't know what that impression is. I don't know what impression I give off. I'm just me. You see what I'm saying? If that's what they taking from it, if that's they take away that we might be together. But unless you're doing like major things for me, we're not together. See why I called you pathetic justice? You see why I called you pathetic justice, Dicey? Huh? No. Because this, this, this is <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know what? All my thought friends, <laughs> five is just a lot. That's all I'm saying. Five is just a lot. We be out here. Yeah. Punky. If there's one thing people should take away from today's edition of Thoughtress Thoughts, what would it be? I'm riding for my fellas on this one. So in the famous words of Chris Brown, these ones ain't loyal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> and honestly, why they gotta be loyal if you ain't put a ring on it, right? Yo, that that's that's a talk for another day, but hey, we gonna get into that's that. That's another day. That's another we day. We gonna get into that. That's enough Dotra's talk for today. Dotra's thoughts are officially closed. And side note, I want to hear everybody's thoughts thoughts. I want y'all to call me, DM me, find me. I want to know your secret little funny, filthy, scandalous little thought thoughts and games <laughs> and games that y'all be playing with these dudes, man. Because I ain't going to lie, bro. It amazes me. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break and make some money. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We back, y'all. Don't forget, you're listening to Love Thang on Sirius XM and Kevin Hart's LOL Radio. It's your girl, Dicey, and it's time to get to the reason we're all here. It's time to take some calls. Punky. Yes. The people want to hear from you, girl. Okay. We got a homegirl with a little dating dilemma, and she needs some serious help. Come on, man. That's right. what I like. I like a good dilemma. Okay. Let's get it. So today we're going to talk about is being a nice guy good enough? And just so y'all know, the guest requested to remain anonymous. We're going to bleep out her name to respect her privacy. So we got 
32 from Los Angeles. The situation is she's been with her boyfriend and who's around 40 for about six months. And she was really into him at first because he felt like a breath of fresh air. He was chivalrous. He was attentive. You know, he was doing all the things that she liked to do. And they had a lot of fun together. But as their relationship progressed, she found out he had a host of health issues, including erectile dysfunction, bad with money, his credit wasn't shit, very little savings, and he shuts down easily when difficult conversations arise. He did start working out to improve his health, but hey, it's a long road ahead. Plus, money and communication need a lot of work. And it feels like it's just too much for her to deal with. And I thought with being older, he might have just had his shit more together. I'm, I'm sure she did, too. So should they break up or? Uh, you know, uh, whew, you know, Dicey, this is a, this is a crazy one because I would want to know, you know, is he open to getting it together? I would want to know, can he pop some pills for this erectile dysfunction? I would want to know, uh, how did she come across his erectile dysfunction? Like, for the first six months, that was fine. Then what happened after the six months? <laughs> you know, like, is he still attracted to her? Is he not still attracted to her? It's a lot of questions. Yeah. To me, money issues coupled with erectile dysfunction. I mean, those are two major reasons to be together for a woman. You know, you got to please your woman and you got to take care of her. So if you can't do two of the major things, what's the third? Is there even a third major thing? I mean, communication. You know, I do have this problem of shutting down when I don't want to deal with issues, Mm -hmm. but I'm fixing it. I'm going to therapy and I shut down because just like yesterday, me and my girl was beefing. Mm -hmm. And usually if we beef and I stay in another room, I give space. But in my mind, that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you your space. But what I did different yesterday was I went and I just sat in the living room with her and didn't talk. Mm -hmm. And then when I was about to go to bed, she was mad and said, you ain't talk to me all night. I'm just like, you know. I, it's just I do have that trouble because mm-hmm. I do shut down when things get a little difficult. Yeah. I do. You shut down. That's what you do. I shut down. I run. I ball up. But I, in a man's situation, like he's supposed to be the leader. You know what I mean? I actually want a man to lead. So when you're shutting down during a difficult conversation, that's not being a good leader. I to understand me. what you're saying, but it is globally known that men don't communicate effectively. I think that's the key word, effectively. It is global. This is this is okay. a universal global right. trait of all men. They do not communicate. But we're also talking about these other major issues on top of that. It'd be different if he communicated but had good sex and money. You know what I mean? Like we don't ever have to communicate, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> If that's the case, pathetic justice has spoken. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. All right, man. All right. I'm not playing with you, Dyson, man. Let's get on the phone. Yeah, I'm interested to know what she has to say. Yeah, me too. Yo, yo, yo. What's good with you? What's going on? You can hear us clearly. Yeah. For what's happening, man. This punky. It's my girl Dicey hey. right here. We interested, man. Tell us, tell us a bit more about what's going on with old boy. So... I have been in a relationship for like six months and the guy's older and I just thought he would have himself like a little bit more together. Mm. Like I'm 30, he's 40 and he just got a whole bunch of health issues. He ain't saved his money. He got bad credit. Like, (laughs) and he just like shuts down with like bad communication. So like, I'm just like wondering like, but he's really nice though. Right. Like, (laughs) 
he's super nice. And I know like they always say, oh, nice guys like win last. And I feel like it's almost true because I kind of want to break up with him. But I'm just like, is it is it time? Okay. I don't know. Like, I'm just like, why don't you have no money? (laughs) What does he do for a living? He's like a customer service agent. Like he tried to tell me that he worked in tech. Uh-oh. But you know, there's like levels to tech. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So he 40. So this this my thing. Where y'all met and when did y'all get into a committed relationship? We started dating exclusively in like November. We met through like mutual friends. And so we was just like at, a, at like a birthday party. And so, you know, we just kind of like connected. And I'm like, you know, okay, like he's older, like okay, tech job, you know what I'm saying? Like, because dudes that are like my age, late 20s, early 30s, we all still trying to figure it out. So I kind of like older men because usually they have it more together. Mm-hmm. And then, turns out he does not. <laughs> <laughs> so before you got into a committed relationship, it, it, there was no red flags? Did all of this come spilling out after we said, I bet let's make this official? You know, like we was just like talking like, okay, like how you like to take care of yourself? You know, and I'm saying like, what I do, he telling me what he do. I'm like, oh, okay, do you have like any health issues or anything? Like I got ADHD real bad. So I get it. Like everybody got their issues. He's like, I'm straight. But then like one night, like I'm at his house and I'm like looking for the rubbing alcohol and I open up like a bathroom cabinet and it's like some pills in there. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's this? And then I find out like he got high blood pressure. He got gout. Like Ooh, already at forty. <laughs> so what are his other? So gout, erectile dysfunction. What else? Um, and high blood pressure. And high blood pressure. And so, and so I was just like, "Wow, like what's this?" And he was like, "Oh well, you know, I really had no issues in a while, so like I didn't think I need to tell you." Issue, issues with which one? With which which ailment? Like any of them. He's just like, you know, I got it under control. Like I ain't had like no issues. And he was honest about the erectile dysfunction or you had to just find that out the hard way? <laughs> I seen I seen the pills. Oh, that's what the pills were. It was that. It was the, it was like all the medicine for all the things. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry to laugh. This is not funny. This is not funny. Um, I think it's the way you present the information that's making me laugh. Cause you, you, you funny. You should be a, <laughs> a comedian. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. How bad does the erectile dysfunction uh, bother you? It hasn't been an issue. It's not so much that as much as it is like, okay, one lie. And then two, cause we talked about like moving together and he's like, well, I really ain't got money to move right now. And I'm like, Okay. What you mean? Like, you don't have no money, like, saved? Like, you can't pay movers? Hmm. Um, Does he have a degree? Just curious. Yeah. And he works in, in tech, quote, unquote. Hmm. You kind of got to know a man's family. Too. At first, I just don't like how he wasn't honest with you about these things from the beginning. And, you know. Well, also, it is six months. I mean, some of this type of stuff. I mean, listen, uh, poor credit. Erectile dysfunction, that stuff don't start coming out sometimes till years late. I think six months in a relationship is too early to know about erectile dysfunction. I'm hiding it. I don't care what nobody say. You gonna hide it? You're not about to know I can't get it up without a pill. You're what? not about to know that right now. I don't want to risk you leaving me. 
But that's so deceitful. It is deceitful. But guess what? This ain't my fault. A woman deserves to know, especially at this point. You're 30. You're you're looking for marriage, I'm assuming, right? You want... Is that right? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like, you need to know these things up front. And for a man to not disclose certain information up front before... You're supposed to disclose everything. And, and he's 40. So, also, I will just say this. To me, a man in his 40s that's never been married... That's kind of a red flag to that me. That ain't no red yes, flag. Yes, it is. That, that ain't is. no red flag. Because it's, yes, it is. A man that might be divorced by 40 three times, that's a red flag. Oh, that's a red flag but as well. a man that ain't never been married by 40, that is not no red flag. Yes, Maybe it he's is. saving it. For what? Oh, good woman. Listen, listen. What are your standards? That's the thing. I think that's what's going to help okay, you. Okay, cool. You know, cause, that's a good question. You, you, can't, you can't be sitting up there like, I bet he a nice guy, so I'm going to sit up here and make all of these sacrifices. Because this is a lot of sacrifices. This ain't just, oh, he got a communication problem. This not small yeah. stuff. Yeah. This this a baby girl, you got a list. So you you gotta right. like what's your standards? Because if two out of three things on this list is bad, then you gotta get out of this. It ain't gonna do nothing but get worse. Mm. He getting older. I mean, if he kept all these things from you, you know? Well, I kinda disagree. I kinda think that a relationship should be adventurous and you still you it's it's like an onion. Like let's peel back the layers slowly but surely. But this is some big surprises. Yeah, gout. At 40? Yeah, girl. This man going to cut his damn leg off by 41. Yeah. What you going to do with a man with no calf? That can't play baseball with y'all's kids and stuff. Yeah, this a problem. What's your standards? I want to know your standards for a relationship. What you looking for in a man? Um. Well, I really want somebody that can just, like, meet me at my level. Like, I work in medical sales. I make six figures. Ooh. And, like, I realize, like, I make more money than he does. And, I mean, that's not really, like, that's not totally a problem. But I just feel like because he is older... He's had more time mm-hmm. to do more. So, yeah, I would just like somebody to be able to, like, meet me there. You know, I do like his character. I think he's very nice. And that's, like, the thing. It's like he's nice, but I just think lifestyle-wise, we don't match. The compatibility is off. Girl, nice don't pay no bills. It sure don't. Does he have plans? Does he have a plan to make more money? Or have y'all talked about starting a business or, like, anything like that? Or um since i talked to him like he had like applied for a promotion at work but um he he, they denied it Hmm. you know what if the roles were reversed you know what i'm saying like if you was in the situation that he's in and he's in a situation that you're in i know a lot of guys that are sit up there and set their woman up for success it's stuff that i tell my girl like she's nowhere near what I'm making financially but when I ask her stuff like what you want for your birthday when she say a purse I'd be like how about you ask me to invest in a business you know what I'm saying it's just stuff like mm. that that's how I know that certain guys like to handle their women if they make a little less money just to help them increase in value so would you be of interest to do something like that to increase him in value and understand and be patient that it's going to take a lot of work and time exactly I had to do it so why can't you do it And at that age, that's something you want to do for somebody in their 30s. Or that's something that I would, you know, be like, okay, yeah, let's let's build together. Let me let me help you and invest. But it just to me, it sounds like he's just not really trying to further himself. I do understand that. But some people, they they do want to level up for certain people. I know that it started off on a wrong foot, but I do think six months is too early for you to know a lot of things, you know, in his defense. But if you think he has like the personality traits and the charisma of being a good partner, I would talk to him about it and try to make a dream board. Just try to start discussing a future and goals. And if he's interested in that and if he apply himself, man, go for it. Go for it. But that depends on your level of 
you know, can you deal with it and can you not? Because mm-hmm. the, the way you talking, it sounds like you want somebody that's already going to meet you at your level. Because, you know, you talking about basically when you talk about investing in somebody like this, you about to you about to go back through the mud of what you came. So you, you got to start all over again, too. Do you know? Do you know when his last relationship was? Um, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And do you know why they broke up, or what the reason was that he said they broke up? Um, I think he said like she like just got real erratic one day and just cut it off. Mm. Did Did he hold himself accountable for anything that he did to ruin a relationship? Um, nah, he really just talked about her. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. girl, break up. I ain't got time for this no more. I'm so, so mad right now. So what's your final takeaway then, Punky? It's just so hard and difficult when the woman has the upper hand financially and the guy doesn't. I, I'd hate to turn it into male, female. I hate that. But honestly, I think that's what it is. If I yeah. was dating a guy and he didn't have it together and I'm 10 years younger than him and I got it together, I mean, sure, you know, some people get bumps in the road and things don't go as planned and it's not their fault. But this seems like... Everything he had full control of and he just dropped the ball. But also it's like it's not just the health problems. It's like you got to help him with his finances. You got to help him learn how to communicate. You got to help him with his health problems. How much time is that going to take out of what you got going on and how you building? I'm not saying just leave them in the dust. I'm just saying you got a lot to think about with this one because it is hard to let nice people go. I'm saying leave him in the dust, girl. In the (laughs) desert, the dust, all the dust. (laughs) Leave him. Leave him with the camels, Dyson. With the camels, baby. (laughs) He is out of there. You need to start dating other people. You're young and I just would hate for you to, you know, get in that, to be in that situation because somebody is nice. You know what I mean? You make good money, but you want somebody not even to necessarily match you because that's hard. I mean, a lot of people don't make six figures. That's fair. But, you know, you do want somebody that's going to be honest with you. I just wouldn't inherit anybody's health problems. Like, that's just me. Like, and maybe that's shallow. I don't know. Is that shallow? Yes, but it, one one question though, because we was talking about this earlier. If it's good in the bedroom, then guess what? Because hey. sex conquers all. It ain't love no more. So I do want to ask if you if you feel comfortable discussing it, even with the erectile dysfunction. How is it in the bedroom? That's is he rocking question. your world, girl? <laughs> um, no, she would have said no, yes. No, 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 it's not. It's it's not so much that. Like it started off really, really well, but also I'm somebody that. Um, like I need my mind stimulated mm. and I feel like I'm not, not getting that anymore. Like the newness has worn off and it's just like, I can't get into it cause my mind will be in the way. Yeah. Cause you got ADHD. You need somebody that's going to keep that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, Dicey, do you have any breakup tips? Um, I think just honesty is the best policy. Sit him down and be like, listen, I'm about to be dating other people. I don't know what you're going to do. Or, you know, like you you could you could pose it like that if you don't want to just be or if you just are totally done. I really do think you could do better, though, sis. I really do. And a breakup tip would just be do it in public. Um, yes. Yes. Girl, do it at a restaurant. Girl. Yeah. That's why I told my wife I wanted a divorce at Hot and Juicy. And be sure to Uber. Girl, what? I had to take her somewhere that she loved. I wanted to give her a great meal, feed her before I was like, I'm out. So, yes, that is a perfect tip, girl. And if you break up inside of the house, make sure you break up at his space so you can get up and leave. Don't break up with him at your house because he's going to stay on the couch. Like, for real, you don't want that. And he might try to trap her in his mm-hmm. own house. Yes. So just just do it in public over the phone. Um, no over the phone no over the phone have some respect and do it in in his face but I want you to keep us posted with this because I want to know what you're going to do 
Make sure you follow us at Love Thing Podcast and DM us and give us an update on your situation, yeah. what's been going on. Yeah, I want I want to know. And make sure you, you know, break up with a man hot and juicy. Oh, no, not hot and juicy. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you for joining us on Love Thing, girl. Handle your business. Well, well, I mean, what you think about that, Dicey? I mean, what would you do? I would definitely break up. I'm just out. It's somebody else out there. It's it too is. Much. That's that's just too much. That's it's, too much. It's hard to break up with people, though. Why? It's only been six months. Yeah, that's true. It's they not, don't live together or nothing. I just think it's unattractive it's when people so are not hustlers and go-getters. Especially when she's doing what she's doing. He got to match that energy. You know what I mean? Like, you might not have to make that money like that, but you got to match that same energy. You got to figure something out. I just think they should communicate and talk about it. But she got to be honest. She got to come at him correct and be like, look, bro, I'm 30. You 40. Man, you got these health issues. Mm. You can't get your money together. Like, I don't I don't know if that's the life I want to live. I yeah. kind of want to be with somebody that's going to match my, my you vibe. You got to be equally yoked. You know, he can't be scrambled and then you poached or nothing like that. Like, the yolks got to be... Your yolks got to be... You know, Dicey, I kind of agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well... Hey, if you're experiencing trouble in your marriage, if you need help navigating the ins and outs of dating, or if you're wondering if your relationship is worth saving, give Punky's line a ring. She's here to help with your love thing. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. I don't know why I started doing that. I started doing that because I wanted to get into the next segment. <laughs> the next segment. Of is... Punky tripping. Yes, she is. You don't know what I'm tripping. Every time you tripping. You don't know that. You don't know that. I want to talk to the people because I do want to know if I be tripping. I'm going to sit here every week and I'm going to give y'all advice. But please understand that this is a two-way street and I'm not about to give y'all advice without y'all giving me some advice. So this round of is Punky tripping, I need to know what's going on. So let me tell you a little bit about the person that I'm dating. I am dating someone who is nosy. I think that it's almost 95% of women in the world anyway. I'm dating somebody who always wants to know when my phone have a text, she want to know who's texting. If my phone rings, she want to know who's calling. If she hit a FaceTime thing, she want to know who FaceTiming. One time I was laying down and she was in a room doing some homework or whatever she was doing. And I was on a FaceTime call with somebody and my phone clicked and I didn't click over. She stopped what she was doing. She came into the room. I don't know how she heard it with, with her super ears. She came in and she said, who was that calling you and why didn't you answer? This is the type of person that I'm with. Is it annoying? It is. I'm not used to that type of pressure. I don't like people in my business like that because I ain't stupid enough to have another one calling me while I'm in the same room with you. And I'm past that level. I'm grown. I don't want nothing to do with none of that. And you know this already, but she still needs to know everything. So let me just get down to the story, everybody. So I'm on the phone with my girl one day. She going through it. Nothing's going right. She dropping the keys. She dropping her purse. She almost getting a car accident. She get a ticket. Like everything that can go wrong in a day is going wrong. I'm trying every everything I can to cheer her up. I'm singing her songs. I'm uh, sending her my location. I'm like, look, we've unlocked the new level to our relationship. Let me send you my location so you can know where I'm at at all times. I'm doing everything to make her happy. I'm, oh, look, you want to go on vacation? Um, I'm going to 
bring you your favorite jasmine tea next time I see you. I'm thinking of everything. I'm pulling all the tricks out of the bag. She's still salty. She's still soaking. She's still depressed. She's still sad. She's still frowning. Damn, I can't make my girl happy. I feel helpless. Her phone is ringing. She don't know who it is. She clicks over anyway. I don't know who this is, but let me click over and see who it is. She clicks over. She's not going for too long, but long enough. She comes back to the phone. <laughs> So I simply asked, what was so funny? I couldn't make you happy this whole day. I couldn't make you happy. I did everything to make you happy. You click over, you come back after the kiki kaka, laughing in my face, making me feel bad because I couldn't pull that laugh out of you. What is you laughing at? She said, oh, the person on the phone. Mm. The person on the phone. So what did you say? I said, you think this is an effing game, don't you? The person on the phone. Mm. She said, oh, do you want to know who that is? See, at this point, she's testing me. Because I don't like when she asks me who I'm on the phone with. I hate that question. I don't ask her who she's on the phone with ever. I never ask her who she texting. I never ask her who she on the phone with. At this point, she knows I need to know what the F is going on. So she says, the person on the phone. I said, you think this is a game, huh? She said, you know you want to know who it is, huh? I said, yes! Because who got my bitch Kiki and Kakan like that? After I put a garbage bag on, dancing Missy Elliott, I can't stand the rain. And that didn't even work. What? Against my window. You are a fool. I did everything. And to this day, I still don't know who she was on the phone, Kiki and Kakan with, which now I'm triggered and now I'm about to go home and act stupid. Nah, was I tripping? Because guess who got hung up on? Click! Okay, honestly, this time you definitely were not tripping. Definitely not. Especially when she wanted to know who you were on the phone with. Yeah, you know what? She was tripping this time. Well, she should she should have told you who it was on the phone. I think what made me so mad was the person on the phone. Because what does the person on the phone mean? Yeah. She was trying to get uh, some reaction. kind of reaction from you, which that's that's not always cool either. Especially for somebody crazy like you. Like, you know, it always ends up bad. Oh, she got a reaction. Because see, when you, when you play them types of games like that, I, don't, I ain't going to talk to you for hours. I'm a Taurus. I'm an April baby. I'm so stubborn. I think it's a gift and a curse. I could act like I never met you in a second. I know. And that's harsh. But that's just how I am to protect my energy. I didn't talk to her for hours. Was I tripping about that? No. Actually, you weren't tripping about none of it. So she still never told you? Did it ever get resolved? Well, you know, when I eventually when I did talk to her, she said, uh, you always tell me that you don't like when I ask you who I'm on the phone with. So, And you didn't ask me who I was on the phone with. So I just figured it was all right. My thing is, it's all common sense. It's all common sense. And you know I've been working my ass off all day to make you happy and to please you because I wanted you to smile. So she did not laugh at all at you in a no class, in a black trash bag? And I had the stupid bug-looking glasses on. And I put a wig on, a, a finger-wave wig on. Where did you get a finger-wave wig from? Party City. You went to Party City to buy this stuff to make stack, her happy? I got a stack of wigs at the house. Okay. I just go put a wig on. Y'all be playing role play? Absolutely we play role play. Oh Absolutely. Goodness. I'm going to buy her a police uniform this week for cops and robbers. We can't wait for that one. We be planning stuff. Mm. But at the end of the day, I need to know was I tripping. Who back y'all got? Who back y'all got? So let's look at the criteria. Here it is. 
Did you get loud with her? I ain't get loud. Okay. Did you call her out of her name? I wanted to, but I didn't. Okay. And finally, would your dad be proud of the way you handled this? My mama would be more proud, but my dad probably would have been okay. high. He probably right. would have wanted me to say, bitch, mm-hmm. you going to tell me. <laughs> your dad? <laughs> Man, my daddy is an old player. He an original pimp out here in these streets. He a, that bitch better have my money type of man. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's my daddy. Okay. Respect it. Understand it. I respect him. <laughs> I love your parents. And actually, I think my final thing to say is you weren't tripping. That's my vote. And I appreciate um, it. You're welcome. So DM us. Let us know if Punky was tripping. Let us know. Let us know. And you know what, guys? You've been listening to the Love Thing Podcast with Punky Johnson and my girl, Dicey. Y'all got to tune in every week to hear us talk that talk about love and all things that's under it. I'm so excited to tell y'all that the next episode is going to be about red flags and unacceptables. I'm so excited to get to that episode because what y'all don't know is Dicey has a list of, I think, 85 red flags. And I cannot wait to dive in and explore every single last one. I'm going to try to match you. I'm going to write 80 flags and unacceptables myself. And we could could go to bed. We could match them up. Yeah, we could match them up. Man, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you. I'm Dicey. And I'm Punky. We're going to see y'all next week. Peace. Love Thing is a Sirius XM and LOL Radio production. It's hosted by me, Punky Johnson. And me, Dicey. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Wilde. With production by Elise Ellis, engineering by Marcus Hom, and additional production by Kobe Guilford. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.